Today on the show, I am finally trying the Rocks Energy drink. And I got a lot of necklaces on, so we're about to get glamorous. Today is already exciting. First of all, clearly Rosie saw that I have been wearing some interesting choices here on Rage Talk. Pig socks twice. We're back, we're stylish, and <laughs> the freaking joy I have right now because the Rocks Energy Drink is here. The lineup, the choices. Jack, please flash back to where this all began. Hello. I'm gonna need that energy drink. I'm gonna need to try it for my life and also on this. I obviously don't need help with energy, but I will buy literally anything this man sells. Does he wanna sell me life insurance? Great. Oh, oh, is your phone not silenced, Jack? Back to it, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He came out with an energy drink and I'm not just gonna try one, I'm gonna try five. And y'all, I already have too much, right? This is already coming at you. We're already cross, what? I can't wait. Never in my life have I had a canned beverage that was this Never. What you guys are just rolling around town drinking this much liquid. I just peed my pants thinking about the pressure of this on my bladder, but you know what, we're fine. Okay, so let's just talk it through. It's like blah, 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 100 calories, yada, 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 rapatata, carbohydrates, riboflavin, lots of things. We've got some choline, that sounds good for us. Not recommended for children, pregnant or nursing women, and persons sensitive to caffeine. I want them to have just added something funny there. I Don't you wish that they would have been like not suitable for children, pregnant women, and weaklings? Like I just felt like that was an opportunity that you missed, Dwayne. I shouldn't be this excited, but I am. I'm gonna. Do y'all tap the can? I tap the can. My kids tease me. They're like, mommy, tapping the can doesn't do anything. That's how we did it in my day, son. Taparoo. Tap it out. Okay, here we go. I feel like a warrior cry should happen when you open that. Another thing I would have added in the marketing. Real quick, do y'all remember, I think it was Coca-Cola did a giveaway. Does anyone remember this? You would open the can, it was like a, like a golden ticket. Coca-Cola Classic introduces Magic Cans. You can't tell them apart from real cans, but inside, up to $500 cash. They had to stop doing it because the idiots who got the money, money shot out of the can, people still drank the liquid that was in the bottom of the can that was there just to give the illusion that it was real Coke, and then they got sick. They poisoned themselves. Don't drink from it. Just like always, dumb people ruin it for everybody. I just feel like you should open this and like a Samoan warrior should like pop out, like a fish hook. Okay, so the original tastes like shred schmool. Now, let's start over here with lemon lime. Okay. This one tastes like a lot of people are gonna mix this with a liquor this summer and then throw up for hours later. That's what this one tastes like. 
Now we got pineapple coconut. I'm just double checking. I don't drink energy drinks. I just am right processing that right now. And so it's like they're sitting right here. Because the last time I had an energy drink was like I was in Las Vegas and I was 20 something and I mixed it with vodka all night and then I threw up forever and I, that's what this reminds me of. But what is also alarming for me who doesn't have energy drinks is that I'm just having so much of these. You know what I need to try? I need to try this and then go work out. Can I suddenly push more? Can I do things? Can I explosion? Biceps, triceps, glutes. <laughs> Wild orange. Okay, wild orange is good. Oh, I've officially had enough energy. The Rach Talk neon sign has been lit up by the power of Zoa energy. This is sort of like, remember when you were little and you went to McDonald's and you got the orange drink? This is the McDonald's orange drink, but for grown-ups who want to have muscles so big that they can um, do like a sleeper hold. Woo, that one's good. Super berry. Cheese out. This one's not my favorite. Woo, woo. Okay, from one to five, how many rocks would I give the rocks new energy drink? Well, I, yeah, I'm gonna give it four. I'm gonna get four out of five the rocks. I just burped. This is not my fault. I just had like seven of these. It tastes like a fruit salad. Oh my God. Where do we buy these? GNC? Oh, from the website? You got that full margin. We bought it direct. This is gonna be so awkward for him when we're best friends and he realizes how long I like supported his career and he didn't even know. It's gonna be like, we're gonna be on that Family vacation, his family vacation, my family vacation. <laughs> I took my kids um, on a trip for spring break. I was trying to set the intention before we went. Like I always do this, like what, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? Whatever. So I'm, I got all the kids gathered together and I'm like, okay, Ford. And I've already set the intention, right? I've already told them what the goal is. And I'm like, okay, Ford, just to reiterate, what is the goal? of this trip and without missing a beat, he's like, become best friends with The Rock. And I'm like, no, nope, that's our family's life goal. Um, the goal for our trip is just to laugh as much as possible. That Remember, mommy just said it, that's our goal. Oh, Kelbell, little, little Kelly, no, she does not go by Kelbell. We are not close enough for us to have nicknames with each other. Um, I did get to go on the Kelly Clarkson show. There's this incredible woman who had lost over 100 pounds. And when they asked her how she did it, she said she was inspired by my book, Girl, Wash Your Face. And they had reached out to me and said, hey, can you come out? We'd love to surprise her. And you know, she's gonna be talking about this incredible health journey. We would love for you to be there and sort of come out of the back room. And it was so rad, except 
Imagine that like you're surprising this person. Y'all know me. Like if I see you out in the world, we're, I'm gonna, we're gonna hug it out. We're about to like have a moment here. So like I come out of the back room with way too much energy as if I had already had these drinks. I'm just like, what? In fact, literally the video footage of me is like, I'm like a monster coming to like, you know, destroy the village. Like I'm so excited bouncing out of the back and then I can't do anything. Like I run on stage and I'm like, like that's all I got. I can't hug her. When we were backstage hanging out, she was talking to me about this journey and it was so cool. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, do you want to come to Rise? Like, do you want to speak on the Rise stage? Like, I just feel like it would be so powerful for the women in the audience to hear your perspective and your journey and how you made it from there to here. And she started, like, she got emotional and she was like, what is my life? I manifested the crap out of this. And I told Rachel that I was like, I manifested the crap out of this. And she said, yes, you did girl. I believe that 100% come out to Austin, Texas. You're going to be a speaker on our stage. So hopefully y'all already have your tickets to rise women's conference. But if you don't, I'm going to put a link in the description. You can go read all about it. It's a three day conference for anybody who feels like if you feel like you need like a kick in the pants, if you feel like you need basically energy drinks, but without the energy. If you feel like you want to spend three full days unpacking what's going on in your life and figuring out what's holding you back from becoming the woman that you want to be, this is the conference for you. There is nothing else like this in the entire world. Honestly, don't even take my word for it. Um, Jack, let's show a few um, attendees like the kind of things that they say. Do you know how to do that? I attended my first Rise event Minnesota last year and it was life-changing. I've been able to achieve so many goals that I really don't know if I would have without attending this. The wisdom from the speakers at Rise was catalyst for transformation. We have to pour into ourselves so that we can better pour into others. And this is the perfect opportunity to hear from amazing speakers so that we're able to do that. I feel like I'm gonna burp again. <laughs> The warrior spirit gets trapped in your esophagus and then comes up when you don't want it to. <clears throat> okay. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it made you laugh, which is always the intention. Let's spread some positivity. Go comment down below and tell me which flavor of this energy drink you think you'd like the most. And remember, until I see you next time, I love you and I'm rooting for you. Hi, I'm Rachel Hollis, and this is your Faves Faves. Today on your Faves Faves, I'm sitting down with a country music fave and an American Idol fave and one of my Instagram faves, Bobby Bones. I guess I shouldn't be surprised that this conversation was so fun, but you honestly never know. Like I never know when I, when they're like, okay, this person's on the show. I don't know. Are they going to be awesome? Are they going to be weird? I feel like Bobby and I could be real life friends. I know you guys are so sick of hearing me say that, but uh, we had a ton of fun and Bobby shared his dream dinner party, like the five favorite people he would want to invite over for dinner. And it's cooler than normally you would hear because in some cases he's actually met some of the 
celebrities that he dreams of having over and he had really rad stories and I mean it's just a fun conversation that I feel like you're gonna love as much as I did so here's your faves faves with Bobby Bones if you love it please take a screenshot tag me tag Bobby let us know what you thought check in tell us who your five favorite people would be for dinner here it is enjoy hi I'm Rachel Hollis and this is your fave space. Your, your top five living people yes. that you would like to have dinner with. If I could create the ultimate me plus five dinner party, the five people that I would invite and probably enjoy myself way too much that I would never have to talk. And that's always my goal. I'm, I have a job where I talk all the time. That when it's not time for me to talk, I have right. nothing to say. Like, I'm done. So. Are you an introvert or an extrovert? Completely introverted when I'm, I, I'm an mm. extroverted introvert. You know, I live. I understand that. A lot of my life, either on TV or radio or even on stage doing stand up. And when it's time for it to be over, I have, I'm not tired. I just, I filled that cup and I have nothing. And I yes. think, and I don't know if you get this at all, but at times, because I also feel like I'm imposing on people all the time. Like, I feel like nobody really wants to talk to me or hang out with me. So I'm like, well, I'll just kind of sit on the wall. And then what happens is people go, well, that guy is such a douche. And I'm like, well, no, I just don't feel like (laughs) that I'm that worthy of. So that's kind of what my life is. I definitely understand the idea of sort of going out and being present for your audience. And then all of the energy that requires and wanting to then go kind of curl into a ball and like not have to communicate with anybody. But I would say I, it's sort of like you can turn it on when you need to. And then I am, yeah, I totally get what you're saying. It was a balance that I had to learn how to do, or I was just uh, mentally exhausted all the time. But I feel like now I've kind of got it figured out and I'm comfortable now in my own skin where if people don't you know, like the the introverted shy version of me. I don't care that much anymore. I'm just too tired, Rachel, to care anymore. Right. right. Well, I also feel like one of the biggest learnings for me in the last couple of years was I used to think I would go out and do, you know, a keynote or a conference or something that required a ton of energy to be on. And then I would kind of go retreat into this hole. And then I realized I I have a very tight group of best friends And there are people in my life who actually give energy to me. So if I'm around those people, they don't take more, they fill me back up. And so instead of going into a hole now, I sort of come back and hang out with them and get to laugh and giggle and have a good time. And then that kind of replenishes my spirit as well. That's interesting. They're, they're a bit of your charging station. Yeah. For me, you know, I I think for so long, because my, my story in a nutshell is like, I grew up, I never had a dad. My mom was a drug addict who died in her forties. So I love very much, but I didn't have a relationship with any parent, really anyone except for a grandmother who adopted me for a bit, um, who served as a, uh, so I think most of my performing life, if I was on stage or, you know, on the radio or wherever it was, um, I think I was just chasing some sort of love. And I think I was putting all this energy out to find whatever love that people would give me because that, that was where I first started to be rewarded for anything was in performance. So I would get this love and I had it for a second, but then it would go away and I would go chase it again. And so I think as I've gotten older and I now have, you know, someone that I do love for the first time I and mean, my fiance that I have now, I, she's the first person in my life I've ever told I loved. 
But I think there's, there is, wow. there's a bit of that where I think part of me finally, as I say, feeling good in my own skin is I finally feel loved and I don't always have to chase it anymore because there would be nights where I would come off stage and I, you know, I was playing theaters all around the country doing stand up, and, you know, I'm telling jokes to two, 3000 people and the shows are going well and you get this high from performing but then you go back to an empty hotel room and it's just the opposite and awful feeling. And so it's like, well, I got to get it back right. out there again. I got to go again. I got to go again. So I think a bit of it is finding someone that makes me not chase it as hard, if that makes sense. Mm, yeah. And I think it's, it's so, I mean, just as someone who sort of watched, like I follow you on social in the last couple of years, that it's so cool to see you have your person like and I this is the first time we're talking so I know it sounds very weird for a stranger to say that to you but to sort of watch you guys in your relationship because first it was like the puppy and then it was a girlfriend and then when you guys got engaged like man it's a huge deal to hear like this is the first time that this is that's that's really vulnerable to have to be in that place but also I think when you find your person that you can trust in that way that is incredible so congratulations thank you I didn't know that it was real like people actually I thought it was movies honestly and books and where people said that they had to, but I, so I was here I was I just turned 40 but my whole life I thought okay this is fiction I think people just find somebody and settle with their best but it was the first time ever that I was like oh wait a minute like my dark heart actually feels a little something Aww. that's never been able to be felt before and so I'm a bit of a new believer and, uh, and I think that's helped a lot in, you know, how I strive to, to find love in other places. I just, I like to be on, I like to be off now because I don't need it as much. So that's a really long, that's a big deal. It's a really long way to tell that story, but that's, you know, that, that's very much who I, I love it. Honestly, this, the idea behind this podcast was I just thought it would be fun and lighthearted and something for people to listen to, but most often the conversations veer off into other places. So I'm here for it. <laughs> 